0: Hey everybody, welcome to the $100 MBA show. I'm Omar Zinholm, and today is a bonus episode. It's Q&A weekends where we answer your question. If you have a question for us, just send it to contact at 100mba.net or you can record your question and we can play it on air and you can do that at 100mba.net slash show and use the SpeakPipe option. Today's question comes from Megan and
1: she recorded her question on SpeakPipe, so let's play the tape. Hey Omar and Nicole, great job on the $100 MBA show so far. I'm really enjoying the show, the program. Um, to follow up your question, I mean your um, your answer to somebody else's question was, you know, what's your SEO strategy um, and you said, you know, I, I – guest, guest blog or a guest post like freaking everywhere, more dozens, dozens, dozens. So I wanted to ask you like what is your guest posting strategy? How does one even begin to do that? I've, I've read a lot of guides and I've asked some people um, and why is it like whenever I feel like um, I sit down to write a guest blog, like I still don't feel like I'm bringing it, like I still don't feel like it's worth it, like this is worth a guest post and uh, do you ever deal with like thoughts like that anyway yeah that would be really cool if you could answer um, this question and uh, share your guest posting guest blogging strategies or how you even begin or what's your process and do you run into any of those self-doubting you know thoughts about guest posting and what is worth it for the host blog anyway thanks so much Um, keep rocking we'll see ya.
0: Thank you for your question, Megan, and thanks for listening to The $100 NBA Show and being such an awesome listener and subscriber to our show. All right, guest posting, let's get into this. You first talk about you know, the self-doubt that you have about writing for somebody else, and then you talk about the process of guest posting. How do you go about it? How do you do it? So first, let's address the doubt issue. There's something that I like to remind myself of, and that's doubt is a waste of time. It's an absolute waste of time and it's actually a huge waste of energy as well because doubt causes stress and it makes you feel tired and it's really, really a bad thing to do to yourself. I often remind myself when I have these doubtful thoughts like, you know, am I good enough and all that, that, hey, doubt is a waste of time and energy. I just need to go ahead and do it. I stop myself before the thoughts start to really take over. I know this sounds kind of like meta and a little bit, you know, self-helpy, but it really helps, you know, because doubt is really a killer. I stand for something. I believe in something and I'm just going to share it. And those who resonate with it, great. Those who don't, I don't have to worry about. So try to stop yourself from having these thoughts and remind yourself that, you know, you started a business. You started to become an entrepreneur so you can be able to make an impact on the world. So make an impact on the world. Voice your opinion and talk about what value you can offer and push the doubts aside. Having said that, I want to let you know that this is natural. We all have doubts, but we have to train ourselves to combat it. A good entrepreneur, when they're faced with doubts, they get excited and they say, oh, now I'm going to prove it to myself that I can do it, that this will be successful. So you have to, it takes some training, it takes some time, but you'll get there. So don't worry about it too much. So guest posting, what is our process? What do I do when I guest post? Well, you know, first of all, there's a few criteria that I have. First of all, I'm not a picky person, you know. I, I don't like these people that go out and say, you know, try to find the biggest blog and go and try to approach them and pitch to them that you can write for them and you get all this traffic from this big blog. I don't think that's, you know, very, very helpful, especially when you're first getting started. When you're first getting started, you need to just get into the practice of writing for another audience, So you want to approach different websites, different blogs, that you feel that their audience would benefit from what you have to say or share the same type of stuff that you're talking about. So for us, it would be like different blogs that talk about entrepreneurship or even blogs that talk about education and business education, so this could be like college newspapers, things like that. It doesn't matter how much traffic the site gets, even if they get 100 readers a day or 100 visits a day, it doesn't matter. The point is that you're getting into the practice of writing for another person's audience, and a hundred people reading your article is not a little thing. That's something significant. People that can know about you and click through and, and go and check out your website. So I started doing this with smaller websites. I started writing guest blogs. You know, I like to take a look at the website and read some of the posts that are already there written by the person that runs the blog. I like to read the comments, if there are comments on the posts and find out what the readers are interested in, what they're struggling with, what are some things they're asking the person that writes the blog or writes the articles. And I like to cater uh, the message to them. I wanna make sure it resonates with them strongly. Because the stronger it resonates with them, the stronger they're gonna feel connected to me and they're gonna want to know more about me. So I really study the website, study the blog that I'm gonna approach to write for. This is even before I even speak to the blog owner or the blog person who runs the blog. You know, I, I just go ahead and study the blog. Once I do that, I actually write a whole blog post. I write it before even approaching them. I write the whole thing, 500, 1,000 words, 1,500, whatever it is, I write the blog post fully written out. If I'm gonna throw images in there or videos or links, I do the whole thing as if I'm submitting it. Then I approach and email them. And I I, I find the contact, I email them and say, hey, so-and-so, I'm really interested in writing for your blog, I love your audience, you're doing great things here with this blog you know, and this is what i like to contribute. I've attached a completed post that I would like you to take a look at and would love for you to be able to publish it on your website. Once you have a completed post, it's a lot easier for them to say yes, because they have the content in front of them. They can read through and say, oh, this is good, valuable information. I could just post this for tomorrow. I could post this for next week. I have a gap in my publishing schedule. This person's really helped me out. It's a lot easier for them to approve it when they have it already. So you might be saying, well, what if I write it all and then they don't like it? And they say, no, no, thank you. I, I, and I wrote this perfectly custom-made you know, post for that audience. That's fine. It's okay. That happens to me plenty of times. And what I do is I take that article and I, I edit it a bit for my audience and I publish it on my blog. So it's not gone to waste. It's still great content. I just adjust it to be applicable to my audience as a quick edit. And then I post it on my blog. So it goes to good use. Some while back, I started guest blogging for Entrepreneur on Fire. This is a great blog and podcast if you haven't checked it out. John Lee Dumas and Kate Erickson run this uh, business and website. So I approached Kate, who's a content manager over there at uh, Entrepreneur on Fire. I said, hey, Kate, I would like to guest post for you guys. Uh, I attached the whole article, ready written out. And I actually had some other titles for future ones I would like to post I had like five other um, little uh, headlines along with some description of some future posts. But I had a completed post already attached. She got back to me and said, this is great. I love it. Um, I would love to publish it. And hey, would you like to publish the rest of these titles in the coming weeks? So, you know, I I was able to build a relationship, show her what I could do, and also offer her something that I could do for the future. You know, I was able to guest post a few times on Entrepreneur Fire and it was really a great experience. But the point is, is you need to make sure that when you're writing a guest post that it's catered for that audience. Some sites will be more challenging than others. One time I wrote a guest post for Digital Photography School and these are all photographers. So I had to write a business type article about how to get more clients as a photographer. And I had to make sure that I was speaking their language and that I was catering to the photographer for the person that's actually taking the leap and you know, trying to earn money with their camera and their skills of course. And often artists really kind of shun away from the business world because, you know, they're, they're more creative and not all of them. But, you know, I had to be sensitive to that to make sure that my article was not overly business and overly intimidating. So as you start creating guest posts for other blogs, you'll get the knack of it. But just get started. Don't be picky. Start with some blogs that you feel, you know, that would appreciate some guest posts. Don't worry about the traffic or anything like that. And work your way up. This could take months, take years. It's okay because you're putting great content out there, and you're getting the practice of creating great content. The last thing I want to leave you with is that Kate Erickson from Entrepreneur on Fire has a podcast called Kate's Take, and episode 23 talks about how to request a guest post and get accepted. It's a great episode, it's only 13 minutes, so check it out. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to The 100 MBA Show. Again, if you guys have questions, please send them over to contact at 100mba.net, or you can speak it and record it, and we'll play it on air at 100mba.net slash show and choose the speakpipe option. Guys, if you have any suggestions about the show or want to leave a comment or send us a note, you can email us at contact at 100mba.net. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.